Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are just as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They're milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Betches Media presents Diet Starts Tomorrow. But I stand behind my decision to avoid salad and other disgusting things. With hosts Remy Casimir. I'll have what she's having. And Emily Lubin. Remember, shoot like you have a secret. We're here to amuse your boosh. Hello and welcome back to Diet Starts Tomorrow. This is Emily. And I'm Remy. And today we'll be talking about getting dressed for your body. Yes. And we went back and forth about this because there, yeah. I mean, if you Google dressing for your body or dressing yeah. for your body type, yes, you're going to find all kinds of articles, all kinds of infographics on how mm-hmm. to put together a, an outfit that is flattering for you. But the more we talked about it, the more we realized that the word flattering is kind of a fucked up word. Yeah, like literally. So we chose this topic. We were like dressing for your body, you know, like it's like, how could you not? But as Emily and I were talking about it, yeah, we were like, wait, what is flattering? Like is dressing for your body like minimizing certain aspects um, or is it dressing for your body? Like what makes your body comfortable? Right. Um, and it's all yeah. about where you put the emphasis. So yes. we thought, you know, we had a light bulb moment. Actually, we were invited to this Spotify dinner. Supper. Yes, the Spotify supper. Uh, this dinner yes. hosted by Spotify. And we met all of these health and wellness podcasters. It was actually mm-hmm. really fun. But I was sitting next to this tall gorgeous curve yeah. model who yes. has a podcast i i mean i think she would be great on this show but Ray that's something Anne, that the we confident need to talk collective about. the yeah, confident yeah, yeah. collective shout out to ray ann i'm obsessed with you yeah. i hope it's not creepy <laughs> um i'm liking all your shit on instagram already but anyway we were having a conversation i i said to her you're the perfect person for me to ask this too because mm. you're a model and you're plus size and you talk about this shit a lot so yeah what do you think about the word flattering or dressing right because we body? had been going into like we were going to record this episode that day and both of us were like we're not ready yet because we don't know exactly what we're trying to say with this episode and we're like let's m- mull it over over dinner and it was like yeah the perfect place and the perfect group of people because everybody's very wellness focused mm-hmm. and like conscious yeah and I mean she said to me I do not think you should do an episode about dressing for your body type I think that's Mm -hmm. problematic and Mm -hmm. I said you know what girl I agree with you yeah how can we put a spin on this that is more conscious of the fact that fashion does not need to be quote flattering and so anyway this is all to say that this episode is not really about dressing for your body it's about or else not dressing for your body type. It's about dressing for your body. Exactly. <laughs> this episode is not about dressing for your body type. It's about dressing for your body. Yes, and there's a difference. Yes. So, let's yes. let's get into it. Um first of all, do we want to touch on this? So, I've read this article that Glamour mm. published uh, mm-hmm. this week. And it's about what the office dress code looks like post COVID-19. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is so relevant, so relevant because I was just talking to a friend the other day and she was telling me that her office is going back to, you know, maybe not five days a week, but four days a week, maybe. Yeah. And she is so, so nervous about what she's going to wear to work because right. she... Because it's been sweatsuit central for the last few years. It's been sweatsuit central. She's only had to be concerned about her upper half on Zoom mm. calls, not yes. the lower half. So, you know, it, girl has no pants, just tops. Winnie the Pooh for days. Winnie the Pooh, Porky Pig. I mean, it's a lifestyle. <laughs> but... 
she actually was telling me that she's lost a lot of weight this past year and she was so nervous to get Mm. herself dressed and go back into the office because depending on what she wore, she didn't want her body to be the focus of it. She just predicted that her coworkers would make a comment or give her compliments and the thought of it made her really uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of like trying to find a workplace style that was modest but still cute and still presentable and that can Mm -hmm. be really hard I mean I haven't worked in an office for like 10 years but I remember that was a concern yeah it's I one of my concerns wasn't even just office wear or clothing it was like shoes just putting on shoes again yeah and you know like what's that even gonna feel like let alone what's it gonna look like um so when you've been accustomed to like being so feeling so comfortable while working, like I think that's another like thing that's like, oh, totally. I don't want to put on some. I don't want to put on a bra again. Oh, I never want to put on a bra. Yeah, but sometimes you have to, and that's the but reality of the human experience, right? In an office. And another thing is like it is very funny that there is such an emphasis on looking presentable at the office. However, for most people, you're spending the majority of your day sitting down. And so you want to be comfortable. You're sitting at your desk for the most part. I mean, I'm talking about most office jobs. Yeah, yeah. And um, and so you want to look presentable when you need to. But in reality, you're really just sitting at a desk all day. Right. So this is a quote from the article. Says Mirak Hicks, Senior Vice President of People, Talent, and DEI at One Drop, to make the comment on what someone is wearing if their body is more voluptuous compared to someone whose body is smaller or slimmer is very is a very dangerous line to walk, and it can wind up making more people feel uncomfortable. It begs the question, what is considered a distraction, and why is it considered a distraction? This is something I've thought about, too, because I am not a person with big boobs. I'm not Mm -hmm. a big titted lady, but you don't have a big caboose. I I also don't really have a big caboose. I was Mm -hmm. trying to get a big caboose, um, for a little bit and I made some headway, but then it it never panned out. Some butt way. My souffle never rose, Mm. but yeah, I, I do think about that a lot. Cause like certain tops, certain, especially button downs. If you have big tits, I mean, that must be a little bit uncomfortable or like finding the right fit must be tough. I've never yeah, really. I've actually, they, I found um, there's brands that make button downs and um, work shirts for big boobed people because they're like, yeah, like it, I've never felt <laughs> more uncomfortable than in a button down. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, it's also like an arm thing. They don't really make buttons down with bigger arms I, I feel like in your mind, your arms, it's like your body is no. a pretzel rod and your arms are like a couple marshmallows on the sides. No, no, they, it is a real thing. <laughs> I, it's okay. not just because like I'm saying this is where I know that it's not just body dysmorphia is things literally don't fit me. Like mm. I have a coat, a winter coat from two years ago that doesn't fit because of the sleeves. Oh, wow. So it fits yeah. in every area except yeah. for the sleeves? Yeah. Wow, that's that's difficult. Yeah, I mean, I think about that with tailored... Th- I, I, I'm so happy that I don't work in that kind of environment because I do think I would have a really hard time dressing myself because I don't feel good in things that are traditionally, like, feminine. I don't really wear right. a lot of Same. dresses. Um and I don't like to be dressed up to my neck. That's another thing that's always made me feel like kind of a nun. What does that mean? You want like a scoop neck? Yeah, I like to have like a little bit of a neckline. I don't like to be dressed up to my neck. Like I'll tell you, so my sister got rid of a lot of dresses recently and I was going through all of them to see if I wanted any of them. And all of the dresses she had were like a little crew neck with a sleeveless tank like they were all the same silhouette and mm-hmm. I don't know what the silhouette is called maybe it's like a line but mm-hmm. it it all went up all the way up to the neck and I just hate the way it looks on me I've never liked it oh see I love that really I love to yeah and I even love like a small little mock turtle 
like oh, as that's covered cute. as I can be. Yeah. But so wait, what I think was interesting about what this article was talking about too is like the different type of body types and what's considered appropriate versus what's not. Um, I saw a similar article, but it was like, oh, here are great things to wear to the office. And it was like, um, like a slip dress and a bunch of options on a very thin model who was not voluptuous that I was like, literally, if you put me in this, it would look like I was going to a nightclub. Yeah, you're going to Ledoux. Right. And, yeah, it's we're now going to Marquee, guys. Again. Yeah, we're, yeah. Go- we're going to Marquee, putting on our little, uh, our little disco dresses. Mm-hmm. Sweeping my side part way to the side. Yes. Putting on... Heavy black eyeliner hula- on the bottom. My hula uh, bronzer caked on my face. Mm. My benefit cheek tint Mm. on the lips and the cheeks. Of course. And my lip venom. And my lip venom. But yeah, like I was like, that's it's such a a skinny privilege to be able to just like a slip on a slip dress or whatever. And like, Oh, that's professional. It's like a lot of people would get called out for like showing way too much skin because it's like you automatically are showing skin because you have more of it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I also think people's personal style kind of goes out the window when they have to find workwear because quite often, and also, especially if you live in a larger body, your options are so limited that a lot of people mm. feel like, oh, well, I don't even feel like myself at the office. I don't even have a sense of what my personal style is at the office. Like I wear what represents me on the weekends and at the office, I'm kind of a blank slate, which I yeah. can admit. I mean, that's kind of a vibe. That probably should be a vibe for most people. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of people in conventionally um, attractive bodies get more wiggle room to express themselves without it being unprofessional. Warmer weather is finally back. After so many cold months, it's nice to get outside and soak up the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring spring flowers and sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I suffer from seasonal allergies. I just had them hit the other day. I couldn't breathe through my nose at all. And I popped a Claritin and it was like night and day. I'm a huge fan of Claritin. I use it on the regular and it always helps when we're making that transition from winter to spring, which is when my allergies flare up. Mainly it's my sinuses that get so clogged and the Claritin just clears it right up. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients and just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy throat and nose, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live your life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always find the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And They're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to newly, that's N U U L Y dot com. 
and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Did you have to wear school uniforms by any chance? No. No, you didn't. Okay. No, did you? I, I did not. I went to public school, but I... I you went to private school, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I thought maybe you would have to wear a uniform, but we had a dress code. You had a dress code. Yeah, but like it wasn't super enforced unless they were trying to make girls feel like sluts. Was it just like your skirt has to reach your fingertips? Yeah. yeah so I had the same thing, mm-hmm. but I'm really happy that I didn't have a school uniform because since I was in a larger body, I just feel like. Mm. Th- that would have opened me up to so much criticism and mm. and also just I wouldn't have felt good in it. Like you can't just I, I, I have complicated feelings because I do think idealistically it's a good idea to have your clothing be the same yeah. as an equalizer. But then yeah. at the same time, it's just not going to look the same on everybody and not everyone's going to be comfortable in that. And I. I don't know. I think it could potentially be harmful to put every single person in the same outfit. Yeah. I've always wanted a uniform because I thought it was a nice equalizer for like what people can afford. And it just takes the guesswork out of like what you're doing in the mornings. Cause I feel like (sighs) I put so much emphasis on what I was dressing like, because I knew that it would get a certain amount of attention or whatever, but then you would get criticized for wanting that attention. Yeah. You know, so that was um, complicated too. And like, I remember at the time my mom would be like, oh, this would be so much easier if you all had a uniform. And I'd be like, no, cause then how would I be special? And it's like your brain. Um, yeah. But yes, my, we'll talk about my story one day, mm-hmm. but um, I always thought, or in retrospect now, I'm like, that would have been great to have a uniform. Yeah, I do wonder. I I don't think I would have liked it at the time, but I'm kind of in the same camp as you. Like, maybe I would have gotten better grades if I wasn't laying out my outfits the night before. Did you ever have the experience of, like, wanting to kind of dress up for school and then going in and having people comment on it? Like, yes, that's what I'm saying. Like, if I would make a certain amount of effort and I was, like, proud of myself, you would get, like, roasted for it. Yeah, and I I hate to this day I hate it when when you're wearing something and you just want to look nice and somebody calls you out for Ooh, it. Ooh, like, you really dressed up today. Yeah, like oh, I'm sorry that I care enough to look nice, you know. Yeah, and I do think sometimes people just like say that to acknowledge that you look nice. Yeah, but you can tell with the tone, like yeah. where it's like, oh, well, somebody thought she was special today. <laughs> Um, and now I'm like, okay, well, we have to let those voices pass over us and just like let it go. Yeah. But um, yeah, so for those reasons, I think a uniform would have been nice. That being said, you don't want to have a lack of choice or whatever it is. But what about a personal uniform? Like, do you have a personal uniform that you employ? My mom used to be like, oh, I have a uniform, you know, that's my everyday uniform. And I know that it's going to work on me because it's a certain cut of sweater, a certain cut of jean, a certain cut of boot. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I definitely do. Uh, okay. I like a high waisted jean. Mm-hmm. I like a boot cut or a straight leg, uh, some sneakers or some Oxfords, and then mm-hmm. maybe like a funky T-shirt or a, yeah. a cute sweater or something. And that's like usually kind of like kind of my uniform, but I do... um I do like to mix it up, but you know, actually, this is such a relevant topic today because I've been really making a serious attempt to dress more mature. I don't know uh-huh. if you've noticed. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're I don't know. Pretty I just, mature these days. Thank you. I invested in a really nice classic coat. I invested in some new um, Oxfords. Cause I was wearing sneakers all the time mm-hmm. and I'm trying to kind of elevate my look. Cause I am in my thirties and mm-hmm. I don't want to be mistaken for my nephew's babysitter anymore, <laughs> even though I kind of technically am, but, You're right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, do you have a uniform? 
Um, I go through different uniforms. I feel like I am kind of like a a Barbie in a way that like I'll have different uniforms for different things. Uh-huh. So like stand-up Remy has different outfits than chilling at home Remy, who has different outfits from going to a dinner Remy. Um, and it's kind of like, it's kind of like finding your voice in stand up where you're like, okay, who is this that I'm going to present every time I'm on stage? But like, I feel like I'm always presenting something different. Yeah. I, you know, when I was doing stand up, I remember that being an extra thing that didn't seem like it should play into it, but it did. Like Mm -hmm. if you were a little bit dressed up, I, I, at least for me, I would often feel like that was distracting or, you know, it yeah. took away from my comedy. And then, but then if I was too dressed down, I felt insecure. Like I thought people were going to judge me. Right. My thing with like what I'm wearing on stage is can I wear the thing and not feel the need to talk about the thing? Like yes. I told you the other day, I was going to wear this like funky hat. Um, let's describe the hat, the hat, it's very fluffy it was a bucket, bucket hat, hat rainbow that I got on the street after Thanksgiving, like at a street vendor. It looked like it would be appropriate for Mardi Gras or, um, yeah. maybe, maybe Seussical, maybe if you went to Seussical, the musical. Yeah. It's really, it's very Seussy and it's fluffy and it's warm. And that's also why I wanted to wear it because like my head was cold. So I just like for the sake of performing, but then I was like, I'm going to have to write like two minutes on this hat <laughs> to explain the hat and like why it's here. You know, like you can't just like yeah. walk out with the hat. Um, however, like there's a lot of comics that like dress yeah. for stage and they never mention that like oh I'm wearing this outfit it's just like part of them because they're wearing the outfit and the outfit's not wearing them whereas mm. I feel like a lot of the outfits are wearing me because I'm not like solid in me yet yeah like you're not, because you're not fully owning the look right the, uh, the look owns me <laughs> very interesting but if I did have a okay let's say let's go through my uniforms yes please one sweatsuit Mm. preferably high-waisted sweats matching where do you like to get your sweats uh like a nike outlet store Ooh, okay yeah athleisure queen athleisure yeah um because it like kind of looks clean it totally does even though i love sweats. nike i wish more people knew about that brand <laughs> i'm happy we're shouting them out to be honest yeah it's a small mom and pop shop Shop small business, guys. Yeah, shop small. Um, Yeah, so that with sneaks. Also, I do the same look with the high-waisted jeans, sneaks, and So classic, uh, so clean. Yeah, like, you know. But usually with, like, a a mock turtle, like, or, Mm -hmm. like, some kind of long-sleeved shirt or, like, light sweater. Um, Because I also, you know about my my small threshold for temperature. I always need to be comfortable temperature wise (laughs) and you wear suspenders underneath with an ice pack built into yes yeah i have a contraption it's patent pending um is it nice to be recording remote today you don't need the ice packs it is so nice (laughs) a welcome break i'm sitting in a bed i've got short sleeves on wonderful (sighs) so freeing look bumble knows you're exhausted by dating all the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters and what do I even say other than hey <sighs> well that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier starting the chat better and dating safer they've changed so you don't have to download the new Bumble now let me ask you this what comes to mind or like what kind of association do you have with the idea of dressing for your body like is that a triggering phrase for you at all yeah for sure because I like I think I mentioned this I dress to hide instead of to accentuate Um, and I think that's what was so fun about a lot of the women at the dinner that we were at is they were dressing to accentuate the most beautiful clothes I felt so 
out of place because dowdy. I was I showed up in jeans and a t-shirt you know I I don't get invited to a lot of these things I'm not like a big deal you also didn't have it on your schedule so you didn't know you were going thank you Remy (laughs) that's true you know I I, know you're absolutely right I would have tried to stunt on these hoes if I knew that the dinner was that night I just did it you're a great dresser thank you thank you um but you know I am also a casual person and I could see myself showing up to this thing just in jeans and t-shirt like not knowing what the vibe was gonna be Mm -hmm. um but I some of these girls I mean this is why a lot of these girls are influencers they were making me want to shop like they were making me want to run around the corner to Uniqlo and shop buy the clothes off their back yeah yeah no they they were showing midriff they were showing arms like that was the thing is like Rayanne who was next to you she had this like cool like bustier sort of top or whatever and it, it was, was like so cool it, it, it was, was just it was also it like was giving decollete it was really ooh. structured it was it was gorgeous color and I was like looking at her being like oh that's so cool I would never have chosen that because it's sleeveless sleeveless and tight and tight yeah and because I dress to hide instead of to accentuate where she was picking picking the thing oh let's accentuate my midsection and like mm-hmm. it just it just works it, it works better than dressing to hide yeah I think it, it was really inspiring that being said I do love throwing a large button down over a tank top Hell because yeah. even though it hot hi- like I am dressing to hide it makes me feel comfortable so the girls were making me think oh there's lots of other things to wear but then also what I wore to that dinner has been my uniform of late for any fancy dinner. It was a really pretty dress. Thank you. But what I think is important about this is that outfit repeating is not cheap. It is branding. And it is also just like easy. You know, like when I was like leaving the house, I was like, ugh, like what's going to fit? Like I know what's going to fit because I wore it last week to Thanksgiving. Yes. Yeah, you had a trial run. Yeah, you can do that for so many things. Like three weeks ago, I was outfit repeating a suit and I wore it to like many, many, many different occasions and I didn't take pictures at any of the occasions and none of the occasions had overlap of people. So like the outfit repeating doesn't matter to anybody unless it matters to me, which it doesn't. It just makes my life easier. Right. And but also, I think there is something to outfit repeating. And the second time you wear the outfit, Mm -hmm. I think it always looks better. Because I think the first time it's a trial run, Mm -hmm. you figure out, you know, maybe you throw some look together with the outfit, you add your jewelry, you do do your hair a certain way, whatever. Mm -hmm. The next time you're going to fix the mistakes, or you're going to perfect the styling of the outfit. And I actually think for me, it always looks better the second time because I've given it a little more thought and it's like, I've had a, I've had a dress rehearsal, I guess. Mm. Or it's just like another option for that thing. Like I'm literally with the suit, I was wearing just different earrings every time. And I was like, it feels like a different outfit and like a different color tank top under the suit. It's like, but it's still the same cut and it's still going to make me feel as comfortable. Yeah, I'm happy that you brought this up because I think there's a lot of shame in outfit repeating. Mm-hmm. Lizzie McGuire, you're an outfit, you're an outfit repeater. repeater. Shut up, Kate. You dress like a mid-level manager at a paper <laughs> company. No shade to Kate. Listen, she was going through a lot. But what was everybody wearing suits and blazers to high school and middle I don't school? Know. I, you know, I don't know, but I always wanted to dress like that. <laughs> Kate was literally Hillary Rodham Clinton. It was <laughs> wild. Yeah, with her mini, she had like she mini was pantsuit nation. Yeah. yeah, you know, she actually she did kind of look like a morning newsroom host. Yes, yes. Yeah. I would say not flattering, but. Kate, if that makes you feel good. If Hillary Rodham Clinton is your style inspo, if that's your vibe, Kate, uh, do your thing. If it helps you do better picking on classmates at school. 
Yeah, ju- whatever makes you feel better. You. We're talking yeah. to a fictional <laughs> character right now. <laughs> we're also so offended. Clearly, we were both scarred by that movie. It's very rude of her to say, because I've always been an outfit repeater. Yeah, and I, this is like the first time I'm doing it unapologetically, in fact, proudly. And you should be proud. And you want to know why? Because clothes are meant to be worn more than once. Legit. And this is such a real thing. Because of Instagram culture, I think that a lot of people have the mentality of like, oh, I can't repeat outfits because what if somebody photographs me in this outfit and then I am just wearing the same outfit all over my feed? Do you know that that's how Rent the Runway started? What do you mean? Tell me the story. So um, I interned there when I was 18. So I know I have the inside scoop. Um, But one of the CEOs, her younger sister was going to a lot of weddings. And it was it was pre Instagram, but it was Facebook times Mm -hmm. that everybody was posting albums and stuff. And she was like, I keep buying all these dresses. And like, then they get posted and I can't wear them again. Because like, once it's up, you're done I feel weird I feel weird yeah so that's how they started Rent the Runway because they were like we want people to be able to afford rentals and stuff and rentals are great I think that's a, a good fix for that do you have you ever used it yeah I mean for me like I prefer to to have the like I prefer to outfit repeat for the reason that I just that's said the you know? thing is like well also I don't online shop mm. Yeah. So they do send you like a two sizes, like your size and then another size. But it's like, what if you need to try three? Yeah. The, and, and then they, it's the day of the event. Right. Or I just also always think, what if you need a hem? What if you need a hem? A lot of us need a hem. It's rare that, you know, the dress will fit you perfectly. And if you're going to a black tie wedding, you kind of do want it to fit perfectly. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, that that's that's all very interesting. I mean, I think dressing for your body type, quote unquote, can also be really limiting because if you find a silhouette that, quote, works for you, mm-hmm. you're going to get bored eventually just sticking to the same silhouette. I find a lot of joy in mixing up my silhouettes. Just like you said, sometimes you'll throw on a really big button down T-shirt and mm-hmm. it's that's the vibe today. And then sometimes you'll wear something more fitted or like a fit and flare. And it's a completely different vibe. I think what's so cool about fashion is that the power of clothing is so transformative. Totally. And by that, I don't even mean the way that it makes you look, even though obviously it can transform the way you look. But different silhouettes and different fabrics and textures and colors, they communicate something different and they they uh, reflect something different. Yeah. And how you feel. How you feel. Yeah. And even somebody who really doesn't care that much about fashion or doesn't um, put that much thought into what they're wearing, they are still communicating something when they just with the clothing that they wear the guy Mm -hmm. on the subway who's wearing just you know gray joggers and um and a pair of and ones and like a long sleeve jersey that guy is communicating something the same way that the fashion girly on the train dressed in a long black satin cape is communicating (laughs) something um and they're completely different outfits and they probably took completely different levels of effort but it's just so transformative and i love living in new york and i love seeing all the different outfits that people put together I think it's just another way that we can express ourselves and Mm -hmm. what is more fun than that Uh, to me not expressing myself no I'm just kidding Uh, (laughs) no I think it's great to have the option to express yourself through clothes but I also love just the idea of being a blank slate and being like I don't have to tell you anything with my outfit you come to me and you expect nothing and everything that you're going to get is from my words or whatever. Like that's obviously really idealistic because people still look a certain way. Yeah. But I think even that, like even if you were just wearing a completely neutral, let's mm-hmm. say like a, a neutral colored long sleeve shirt and like some neutral or brown pants and mm-hmm. let's say like nothing flashy. I still think that communicates. something. That says something about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. It's like a clean look and and the idea is like you're listening to what I'm saying right you're not distracted by all of this and that that is even 
that is transformative. What we were talking about when we were getting into Rent the Runway stuff was, uh, I think, the emergence of fast fashion as well and how people are expected because of Instagram culture and influencer culture like to always be wearing something different, to always be mixing it up, to always be doing different hauls and stuff. And like, while we know that that is also environmentally bad, like for the earth, um, it also just like, it diminishes the quality of clothing, um, the quality of a fit. Like I was saying to you the other day that, in the olden days, everything was custom made for your body. Like there was no trying to find something that fits perfectly or having to get something hemmed because like it was made for you mm-hmm. and you'd only have like four outfits and it probably all smelled. But like those were your outfits. Yeah. Uh, and people would mix and match a lot Mix more. and match. I mean, yeah. This is kind of a separate issue, but it's just the rampant consumerism in this country is starting to get a little bit gross. At least to me, it is because I Mm -hmm. I feel like every time I'm on the Internet or I log on Instagram or, you know, going about my day, I am bombarded by all these messages that's like, click here, buy this thing, check out my link here, check out my collection here. And it's, you know, it's influencer culture, but it's also just generally the water that we're swimming in. And so I find myself just like itching to buy things, but I don't need anything. And I know that I don't need right. anything. Um, and I'm trying to get away from that thinking. Do you know what I love doing when I'm itching to buy something? What? Go shopping in your own closet. Mm. Like go look in a closet that you haven't been in in a long time or like go to a parent's house or go to like your sibling's house. Steal all your sister's clothes. No, see if she's got any of your shit that maybe you've forgotten about that, you know, that you're like, oh yeah, that would be fun to throw that one back in the mix and like maybe like trade her for something that like she lent you. That's fun. Yeah, like go to your... like Or a friend. I'm I'm at my mom's right now and like there's all this shit that like I haven't worn in years some for good reason and some because I'm just like, oh, I forgot that was here. Do you ever go to these clothing swaps? No. No? Okay. I, I'm i only asking you because I feel like comedians do this a lot. I was like, going to say, I know comics yeah, that have done like, it and I've planned to go to some but then forgot. Same. I always plan to go and then I never end up going. And, and I think part of the reason is I get really overwhelmed shopping and even though this yeah, isn't same. really shopping, I kind of get defeated and I think oh I'm not gonna find anything I like or I feel like it's like even more high stakes than shopping because it's like a do I love this enough and b do I love it enough to compare it to something of value that's my like it's a swap it's like we like we're bringing emotions into this yeah more emotions yeah and and like hierarchy in a certain way like hierarchy of the clothes and like how Mm -hmm. much are my clothes worth if I only Mm -hmm. bring like you know paint covered jeans to the clothing swap do I take somebody's reformation top doesn't I have the Prada backpack it or the sketchers or the sketchers no I so I I don't do a lot of those but any any TJ Maxx Marshall's situation I'm all over hell yeah are you a thrifter Mm, I would say I am not patient enough for thrifting okay fair I have before I've gotten some really cool stuff, but then But you're not like so into it. No, I'm more TJs. Yeah. You need a little more curation in your life. I need to know that also there's other sizes of the thing. Oh, that's a huge thing. You know, like I can't walk into something and be like, oh, the only one they have is a two and I don't fit into that. And so now I hate myself for the rest of the day. Right. It kind of does shatter your dreams. Yeah, it, you know, shatters it hap- your dreams. It happens to me a lot. I actually, I so I'm a huge thrifter. I love thrifting. I go to a lot of vintage stores, um, mostly like around Brooklyn. There's hundreds of them and I am never able to check them all out because there's so many. But there's one in my neighborhood and I made friends with the store owner. Mm-hmm. She is so adorable. And I asked her the other day, why is it that when you go into a vintage store, 
quite mm-hmm. often it, all the sizes are so so small was mm-hmm. it that people used to be smaller because a lot no. of people say that like uh, no. I've heard a lot yeah. of people say you know people used to be smaller so that's why when you go into vintage stores all the clothes are small but I know statistically that that is not true larger yeah. bodies have always existed yeah and big and you know clothing has always been made in bigger sizes so yeah she told me that that's actually not the reason people were not smaller back in the day it's just that the people who needed bigger sizes bought up all the bought clothing them. yeah I was and then say, it wasn't it's like in what's as left good. over right it's what's left over because people weren't that small <laughs> precisely so that's yeah. why when you walk in all the clothes that are good quality that are good enough to sell are in smaller sizes that fewer people could wear just mm-hmm. as fewer people can wear those now I love that. That's good to know. Yeah. Because I think people walk in and you see one of those like small, like little like prairie dresses, silk cami. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you're like, oh, my God, is this for a child? And maybe yes. Maybe yes. Maybe yes. <laughs> um, what I a big problem that I have, I have really long arms. And mm. when I shop vintage, the arms always come to about here, like not even a three quarter uh, not like not even a three quarter like a like a uh, six eighths is that the same thing mm-hmm, seven eighths mm. um and I th- and so I asked her about that too and because I was thinking did everyone have shorter arms too you know <laughs> I don't know and yeah. she said no that was actually the style people didn't wear the super long sleeves that we're seeing now like I have sweaters where the sleeves come to my fingertips same that was not in style back then it was way more in style to have your sleeve end like before your arm would end I think that's a good topic too is like what's in style and what's trendy versus what you like and what makes you comfortable like mm-hmm. I don't care if a, a cap sleeve is in style. I will not be wearing that. I hate a cap sleeve. I will not be wearing a peasant blouse with a elastic sleeve. I'm not going to be wearing any sleeve that cuts me in the middle of my arm. I give no fucks about what you, it's, I'm not going to do it. And it's not even as, as aesthetic at that point. It's how it feels. It cuts off your blood cirque. It cuts off your blood cirque. That's another reason why I like long sleeve shirts, even though sometimes I'm like, oh, am I just doing this to like hide? I'm like, no, I chafe my arms ah. next to it. So it's like, it's a comfort thing as well. There are going to be certain trends that they're not comfortable because you don't like what they look like, but they're also just not physically comfortable. And I don't think you should ever put yourself through a trend or give up a trend because it's like, that's not what's going on right now. Yeah. Wear what you like. That's I kind of really like what's going on in fashion right now, especially like what you see on TikTok is people are combining 90s, looks with 70s looks with 60s like there's people that are full 80s like and it doesn't matter it's just like what makes you feel good and what you think puts out the image that you want are there any items of clothing or certain styles that you used to think were unflattering or you thought you couldn't wear them but then you discovered that you could high-waisted jeans I, I thought because they were unflattering, allegedly, everyone said, oh, mom jeans. There was that whole SNL sketch about mom jeans or whatever. So I was like, oh, that'll never be a thing that I wear. And now it's one of my favorite things that I wear. That is so funny. I lived through that whole period and I mm-hmm. completely forgot that mom jeans were a joke. I yeah, completely it was a joke. forgot. Like people, people want mom jeans now. Mom mm-hmm. jeans are cool. Mm-hmm. Um, that is crazy. And I mean, wow. You know, when like you just black out an entire 10 years from your memory. <laughs> yeah, as is tradition. Um, are there any clothes that you thought you couldn't wear? That yeah. You wear now? So I never thought I could wear off the shoulder tops. Ooh. They're, they're mostly shoulder related for me. I okay. always felt in certain cuts of things that I looked like a linebacker. Ah, yeah. And um, have we talked about (laughs) that? One of my family members called me that. Oh, you did. Yes, you did. Tell me somebody used to call you a linebacker. I mean, it's it's 
not a nice thing to say to a woman. Um, no. <laughs> but, but anyway, I, I never thought I could wear off the shoulder tops and I never thought I could wear like baby doll yeah. uh, style yeah, yeah, top, yeah. like anything that would accentuate my upper body, mm. I thought was really unflattering because I thought it just made me look like a slice of pizza. Mm. Um, but in the past couple of years, I've been experimenting more with like, you know, umpire waists and off the shoulder type of things. And I umpire umpire. Yeah. Is that how it's pronounced? That is how it's pronounced. It's French. It's very French. I thought it was empire state of mind waste. But now it's, it's the Empire State Building waste. Vampire. <laughs> Wait, I now I'm second guessing myself. Now I feel like I need to to double let's, check. Let's Google Empire Google it really quick. Waste. Empire waste. Get one of those audio. You know how this they'll, is they'll the end dive on Dave situation. Right. Wait, Empire. I'm gonna oh be my so God. embarrassed if it's Empire. Wait, but I love this cut. I just have to say. <laughs> The an umpire waist? Yes. Yeah, no, I think it's so cute. And I didn't think I could wear it. I thought I looked like a clown. And then I went to this wedding over the summer and I found this really adorable baby doll style dress. I found it at L Train, which is a uh, vintage store in New York City. And it cost $15. And I added a little poofy petticoat underneath and it was the silhouette was on fleek. Did you get the pronunciation? I am a fashion writer in Los Angeles. Today we are going to be talking about Ampere waist dresses. Now I have Ampere. Okay. An Ampere waist. Oh my God. I'm so proud of myself. No, I would have been angry. so embarrassed if I just pronounced something as a French word, but it is not a French word. You know what's weird? What? That we call different countries different names in different languages it's super weird i've thought like, about that a lot like in france they don't call okay so like this is no this is where france is france yeah france is france <laughs> but <laughs> but okay like we don't get that with the united states because in france they call the united states les états unis the united right. states but you know but in that, italian but then, it's les stati uniti well, there you go. You know Italian, Remy? Si, davvero. You took Italian in school? Ho studiato nell'università per tre mesi. Oh my God, I'm so attracted to you right now. <laughs> Grazie mille. Why is Italian the sexiest language? I don't know what it is. And it's not like so tough either. But like, so the other day, Ben and I ordered a chicken francese and he uh -huh. was like, trying to pronounce it or whatever and i was like you know what's fucked up is francese is just french in italian right so like, we're, we're calling japan something a different thing in three languages doesn't call itself japan they're nihon yeah 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 I, I i've thought about this a lot but i think maybe now is not the time to debate this i know i know it's not a debate it's just we're talking empire it's just a thought empire. Yeah, no. and so empire and empire are probably the same thing different right. places right. so if you're in new york it's an empire waste <laughs> if you're in france it's empire if you're in america it's an end dive if you're in france it's en an dive. Dive. <laughs> or if you're just really fancy i'm just yeah i guess i'm just like a really fancy girl or if you're just like a uh a contrarian which know, i am we're as like well. yeah my, so like my mom is from massachusetts but lives in new york if she's in new york she's a red sox fan if she's in massachusetts she's a yankees fan like she that just likes to stir hilarious. shit up. that you know that is so funny because my mom is the opposite Mm. When her boyfriend is a Red Sox fan and they'll like go to they went to Boston to go to a Red Sox game and she's wearing all the gear mm -hmm. and she sent me a photo and I was like don't you dare send you me a photo liar of yeah. you wearing Red Sox gear we're a That's Yankees not your uniform you bitch anyway you bitch <laughs> <laughs> Um, we love our mothers. We love our mothers. We love them. We love them. We love them. So back to your empire waist. So you never thought you could wear empire waist. And then one day it happened. Yeah. One day out of nowhere, out of mm. nowhere. This is what ha was happening. I'll tell I'll give you the whole backstory. I've been going to weddings 
for it feels like seven years now. Yep. It hasn't really been seven years, but it feels like it because all of my boyfriend's college friends, they get a whiff of something in the air and all of a sudden it's like they all need to get married. It's the craziest thing to me. But so I've been going to all these weddings and uh, at a lot of these weddings, I've learned from talking to um, some of the girl, like other girlfriends and stuff that they do use Rent the Runway Mm -hmm. because of what we were saying. Because, you know, you have to go to so many different things. You have to rent it. But that's just not that just presents too much negative possibility for me. I just, I can't leave it up to rent the runway to pick a dress for me. I just can't. So I was in L train, which is a uh, consignment store in New York city. Um, Not really a consignment store, more of a thrift store. And I randomly found this dress. It cost, I believe $10, 10 or $15 and it had this beautiful texture on the outside, like with these rosettes and you could mm-hmm. kind of like touch them. I really loved the texture and it was mm-hmm. in this, this deep like magenta-y red kind of uh, purpley red almost. Anyway, I bought it immediately. I tried, well, I tried it on. It looked great. And mm-hmm. I was shocked. I was really shocked because like I said, the Ampere waist, not my mm-hmm. silhouette. Or mm-hmm. so I thought. Mm. I end up buying the dress. I'm like, this is sick. I'm going to show up to this wedding in this $10 dress. But then I noticed that like when I tried it on at home, and I don't know if this has ever happened to you, like you'll try something on in the store and you're like, it's great. Mm-hmm. But then you go home and you try it on again and you're like, I don't know if it's the lighting yeah. or my mirror. For sure. It's just not giving me the same wow effect. Mm-hmm. So did I get another dress? Did I throw away my dream of wearing the Ampere waisted dress? Did no, you? I did not because I'm Emily Lube and I'm not a fucking quitter. So <laughs> I went on Amazon and I bought this poofy short petticoat mm-hmm. that would make the skirt a little poofier mm-hmm. and kind of give it more of a shape, more of a, a little dramatic effect. Yeah. And it arrived and it was exactly what the dress needed. I wore it to the wedding. I got so many compliments and I felt like... I put this look together like it wasn't just something that was delivered to me and I and I put it on and just to have something to wear to the black tie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was something that I picked out and I styled myself. And there's something so fun about that. Rewarding. Like just having fun with fashion. That's what I'm talking about. Like going outside your comfort zone sometimes trying little different things that might be a more fun way. I mean, it was like, and you can acknowledge if things could fit better. Yeah. Like that's not what we're saying is to be like, throw out the fit or whatever. Like you were like, Oh, it's not fitting the way I want. Like, so how can I make it hug my waist more? How can I make mm-hmm. it accentuate my hips more? Like, um, but that's a thing that I think is really cool. And I had never seen before until, um, this girl's video, I think it was on Instagram or TikTok or something like that, where she had ordered a dress and it came with a, a bodysuit that had padding in it. And it was supposed to make it look like an, a more accentuated, like, like kind of like pointy love handles. Um, oh. Like not what any natural body for the most part would look like. Um, and it wasn't to make her body look different it was supposed to make the dress look more artful that's so cool yeah that's like haute couture let's let's make your hip bones the size of a teepee that's like real body neutrality right is like where like the body's not a part of it it's like not trying to make the body look interesting it's like making like the outfit as an art piece look interesting right it's like you are walking moving art yeah I have a dress that I have yet to wear because it's so specific and I just don't know where I would wear it, but it's basically like a tent and then it has like cutouts in the lining. It's gray and it has cutouts and then, so it looks like dots, but it's really the lining underneath is bright orange. So it's like a big tent that you wear around with bright orange spots all over it and it's so cool. And I can't wait to wear it, but I just need to find the right thing to wear it to. 
because you can't wear that to a wedding. I don't want to distract from anything. You know what I mean? Sure. That's the thing is weddings and funerals. You can never look that cute because then people get mad at you. Yeah. I, yeah, a funeral so is always not the a toughest show. part of a funeral for me. It's like, yeah, it's not looking my can't best. Look as cute as I want. Um, yeah, a funeral is not a fashion show. I always say that. When you were talking about the tent, though, it made me think of Lizzo has worn some of these like massive fucking dresses on the red carpet. And I watched like a fashion breakdown of one of them. And it was just like, she isn't wearing all this fabric to hide her, which is like what a lot of people might think of what she would be doing because she has so much criticism about her body. They were like, she put these outfits with so much fabric on them because the point is that she's taking up more space. Yeah. Where usually when we're talking about flattering clothing or whatever, like just like the whole feeling of what it is to be a woman is minimizing and trying to take up less space and shrink yourself or whatever. And so I think just even using fashion as like a communication of like, here I am, you know, it's not saying look at my body because these aren't form fitting or anything like that. It's like, look at me. Yes. My God, this whole thing is making me want to buy beautiful clothes. I need to restrain myself. My favorite thing to wear yeah. that like has nothing to do with anyone's body type is a big fluffy coat. Oh, I love a fluffy coat. Like you can literally do no wrong with a big fluffy coat. I think it's instant glamour. Mm-hmm. My favorite ones are the ones from Target. I don't think they have them anymore. You have a fabulous one from Target. I've got two. I have that one and oh, one in... Yeah, I, Ben and I got them at the same time at Target because I was like, I need one. He's like, I need one too. And so we both bought them and then wrapped them for Christmas and opened them in front of his parents. And they were like, are you guys okay? <laughs> like, did you guys get the same gift for each other? We're like, we're were so you shocked. trying to prank the parents? Like, yeah. Oh, that is so funny. Were they different colors? Yeah, a, a purple one and a green one. That That's so, oh God. And they're, they're very seussical, these coats. Yeah, maybe that's your personal style, Remy. I think it is. Mm -hmm. It's very like, okay, so this is the issue with it is it's very pastel and like baby. And Mm -hmm. sometimes like you're trying to mature up your wardrobe. I'm like, how do I ever grow up if if the look is baby? Yeah, Uh, a sexy baby, one could say. I don't want that because I feel like the monster on the hill. Yeah. Not the sexy baby. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I I have a question. Yeah. I think this is really relevant when talking about dressing for your body. Have you grown out of any clothing or the opposite? Like, have you grown into any clothing and like hesitated about whether to get rid of clothes? Yes. So I currently um, have a box of stuff that is not right now or going to donate to my sister or donate to somebody eventually, or it's just like revisit this now. Um, I try to take all those things out of my closet. Like once a season, I'll try and do like a clean where I try everything on and put the things that don't fit aside because when I am getting ready like in the moment and something doesn't fit, it can really throw me off um, to the point that I've like ruined Ben's birthday one year because I couldn't find something to wear. I didn't, I mean, we had a nice dinner, but like, I was like, I can't be seen around other people. Yeah. I know that feeling. It's so it's, it feels it's so debilitating. It's, it's horrible. Debilitating, but and you embarrassing. also feel like a little brat. Yeah. You feel like a fucking bratty loser. And he didn't make me feel that way at all. But I try to avoid that. So I try to get rid of all that stuff, but I don't want to lose it. So Mm -hmm. I just move it to this box that's sitting in the garage right now. And it's a huge, huge box um, because I've grown out of probably two thirds of my wardrobe. Um, And it's fine because now the stuff that does fit, that's my capsule wardrobe. That's the stuff, you know, like anytime I grab a pair of pants now, I know it's going to fit because I tried it all on. 
Wow, that actually sounds amazing. You're inspiring me because I I've always wanted to have a capsule wardrobe, but my mm-hmm. wardrobe is really big. And then sometimes I'll like get rid of a lot of stuff or I'll take it to the consignment store or I'll sell it. I sell clothes on Poshmark and Depop yeah, yeah, and yeah. stuff. Yeah. And I just end up acquiring more. And it's like a really twisted cycle. I'm getting a little bit better, but that does sound amazing. Are you a Buffalo Exchange guy? I am. Okay. Like that's a big issue. I was Buffalo Exchanging for a while and you go sell your shit, but then you buy more shit. You you buy more shit because they give you more store credit than they would yeah. in cash. And yeah. another thing, they make me feel like the scum of the earth every <laughs> time I walk in those doors. I've brought them pieces of yeah. my mom's from like Christian Dior, yeah, like designer pieces. You're like, I know they, this is good, and they're this like, is good. No, you're trash. This, don't tell me that my clothing is trashy because <laughs> it's not. I bring it to them, and they won't take it, and they'll give it back to me and be like, "This is out of season," or like, "This isn't in style for what we want." And then I'll look to my left, and I'll see like a dress that basically looks like a coastal grandmother Halloween costume, like a detached picnic apron to a frilly white doily type dress. And I'm like, why would you take that? Mm -hmm. But you won't take my designer cocktail dress. Anyway, if anybody has had this experience, I'm starting a support group for (laughs) the people that have been wronged by Buffalo Exchange. Another thing is that it's gotten insanely overpriced insane like it usually I find that when I go in there the prices are the same or sometimes higher than what it would cost to buy that piece of clothing new Mm. so anyway it's a scam that's what I would say though is try to I mean gaining weight it can cut down your wardrobe yeah so (laughs) maybe in a good way or losing weight yeah like well I agree with your body does change go through your shit try try your stuff on um, and then whittle it down that way. Do you ever buy clothes aspirationally? Like, do you buy clothes with the intention of I will look different and it will fit different? Like, do I buy things thinking it's going to look one way and it doesn't? Or Well, I'm just thinking of back in the day, I would buy a pair of pants, maybe a size smaller, because mm. I would say this will inspire me. Yeah. Tell us why. Okay. I have done that before, um, but I don't do that now. I. Me neither. I have a whole. Yeah. Like, I, I really don't do that. I you want won't lose to- the weight. FYI. Right. I mean, not that that's a problem, but like, it's not going to happen if you're thinking about it. It's just, I've never experienced it. And I will say. I had parents that would be open to buying me like more expensive stuff sometimes if it was smaller because they'd be like, oh, if you fit into the, you know, like that'll be the reward. It's like motivation to lose weight. But then you just have this most expensive item in your closet that you never wear, never wore. Like I would uh, give them away years later. Okay. I would donate them years later with tags on. Okay. Yeah. You know, the the main reason why I wouldn't be able to do that, aside from the fact that I have no intention of losing weight, is that I want to wear my new clothes now. I don't totally. Wanna, it, yeah. I, I, I won't even be interested in it in three months or however long I'm planning to wear it. I'm very impulsive. I need to wear it now. So, but I definitely wouldn't recommend that anybody do that. I think yeah, it's don't really do important to dress the body that you have now. Buy things that are going to make you feel good, are going to represent you and make you feel confident in the body that you currently have. Mm-hmm. And I agree with you, Remy, that if you have old clothes that are too big or too small, I wouldn't throw them out because I'm a thrifty bitch. Um, Mm -hmm. As you can probably tell, and I just don't think it's wise to throw things out when we know that bodies fluctuate and change. Do the box method. Do the box method. give them to somebody close to you. Like this is what I do too, is I'll give them to my sisters or my friends that are currently smaller than me. So like my friend Gabby has had, we call them the leathers. I have this one pair of leather pants um, where she's had the leathers for four years now because the leathers fit her and they don't fit me. 
And even though the leathers are mine, I'm not going to ask for them back until, you know, like they're hers until. But maybe one day the leathers will come back to you. It's going to be sisterhood of the traveling leathers. Exactly. Maybe one day I find myself smaller and needing the leathers. And there's Gabby with the leathers. Still my friend. That's beautiful, Remy. (laughs) That is simply beautiful. Well, I feel like this has been a really productive episode. Be sure to send your questions to dst at betches.com to get them answered. Follow us at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram. If you like this episode, please write us a review. And don't forget to check out our DST merch on shop.betches.com. Rate, review, and subscribe to the show. And then, of course, follow me at Remy Casimir. Follow me at Lubination. And, of course, we're always with you. Through thick and thin. Diet Starts Tomorrow is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Pico, and Aliza Zinn. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Aliza Zinn. Guest booking by Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to dst at betches.com or your voicemails to 212-287-5650. Betches.